0: Hello, this is Keith Casto filling in today for Pastor Paul with a short talk called All the Days of My Life. You've probably already figured out that my title comes from the sixth verse of the 23rd Psalm, which reads, Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. If you are a Christian, which I would assume most of those listening are, then we can paraphrase the verse to read all the days of our lives, for all the worldwide fellowship of believers can affirm and embrace the words of hope, comfort, and grace contained in this one short verse. God offers us an opportunity for daily interaction and communication with him, the creator and master of the universe, but do we really do our best to take advantage of this chance every 24 hours? To grow daily closer to God. Though the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost exist outside of time, Hebrews 13.8 declares Jesus Christ yesterday, today, and forever. As created humans, we are limited to what we can experience and achieve to today. For us, any yesterday is always gone. uh, And tomorrow, uh, as the uh, musical Annie tells us, is always a day away. We must do whatever we mean to do today, uh, right now, in the slices of time allotted to us by God. If we are Christians, we should already have a good idea of how we should be spending our days based on the instruction of God's word and hearing the spoken word of God. As a reminder and a good starting point, I like to consider the lyrics of this song. Day by day, day by day, oh dear Lord, three things I pray. To see thee more clearly, love thee more dearly, follow thee more nearly, day by day by day by day by day. The more we can fill every day with a sustained, sustained sincere effort to draw nearer to God, the greater and deeper the insight that will be revealed to us each day about how to better serve and worship him. Personally, there are a number of things I have determined to try to do daily that I feel will improve my chances of having a successful, productive, and spiritually driven day. I'm sure many of you already practice a daily routine that includes similar elements, and I bring my own short list before you not to boast or to condemn, but to encourage some structure of organized daily devotion, which I believe will produce tangible spiritual benefits over the course of time. If I had asked you to guess which element of daily devotion I have chosen to put at the top of my list, most of you would probably have guessed prayer and you would have been right. In James 5:16, we are told that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. And let me confidently add of a righteous woman as well. And don't forget that in any aspect of worship, including prayer, uh, thankfully, we do not have to depend on our own righteousness which the Apostle Paul likened to filthy rags, but as Christians can clothe ourselves in the grace-given righteousness of Jesus Christ our Lord. Acknowledging that, we can pray positively and expectantly as we lift up to heaven our concerns and petitions, not forgetting, however, to leaven our requests with a healthy measure of praise and thanksgiving. If, like me, you have missed singing the doxology each week while services have been interrupted, why not incorporate it into your daily prayers? Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise him, all creatures here below. Praise him above, ye heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Another daily, goal, which, another daily goal which goes along with this is to try to maintain an attitude of prayer throughout the day, which essentially means consciously keeping the channel open between you and God to send or receive messages at the spirit level. It also doesn't hurt outside of prayer to try to continue to retain an attitude of thankfulness for God's blessings throughout the day. As the old hymn tells us, all good things around us are sent from heaven above. So thank the Lord, thank the Lord for all his love. And any of you who have been around me very long know that one of my favorite Bible verses 1 Thessalonians 5.18 reminds us that we are to in everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. One really good thing about holding on to thankfulness is that when negative events occur, and even the Bible tells us that they will, thankfulness provides us with a spiritual bulwark which can help us to moderate the sting of adversity. And speaking of the Bible... Reading the word of God every day is another important part of nurturing your spiritual well-being. Regarding the Bible and our relationship with God, the 119th Psalm, verse 11, says that Thy word have I hid in my heart, that I might not sin against thee. And as for seeking God's daily direction, verse 105 from the very same Psalm instructs us, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. As the Spirit of God helps us to contemplate and understand the Holy Scriptures, it is possible for us to get the point where we know some verses and sometimes whole passages by heart, allowing us to meditate upon them or to recall them for witnessing without direct access to an actual Bible. The importance of personal Bible study is further underscored in 2 Timothy 3:16 16-17, where we are informed that all Scripture is given by inspiration of God, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. After you've got the hang of praying, cultivating a thankful spirit, and reading your Bible every day, my next suggestion, developing and maintaining a positive attitude, shouldn't prove too difficult a step. In Psalm 62.5, we are given some good advice by David when he declares, My soul, wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from him. Uh, Once with prayer and thankfulness, because we have been instructed by the Bible to do so, we have laid our requests and petitions before God, we should wait with expectation for a positive response from him. Whether you call the primary driving uh, factor of this attitude faith or trust or confidence, it is a Bible-based position that Christians are definitely encouraged to adopt. We are assured by Jesus himself in Mark 11:24 24 that, therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them and you shall have them. Accordingly, we should be watchful every day for an answer from God to our prayers, whether past or present. Another thing which I think should be an important part of any Christian's daily routine is look for ways to help others. Trust me when I tell you that once you undertake to start looking, you will find plenty plenty of examples of what you are looking for, because our faithful God has a way of making sure that you do. Once again, the Bible has some pertinent instruction in this area, for we are told in Galatians 6, 9-10, and let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. Yes, by all means, do your best to seize any opportunity to help them who are the household of faith, but at the same time, try to make sure that you don't fail to act on the needs of non-Christian friends, neighbors, or even strangers that God brings to your notice, not only because it is biblically correct, but because it also opens natural opportunities for witnessing. And don't be surprised if there are times when God convicts you to do something more than provide a ride or run an errand. I know that some of you have heard the story before, and I tell it now only as an illustration and not to seek praise, of how some years ago, Barb and I discovered that our next-door neighbor was without air conditioning for her house just a day or two before a predicted heat wave. After a very short discussion, we were on our way to Lowe's, thank God for a Christian wife, and before the day was over, we had procured and installed two small window air conditioning units in our neighbor's house. She was very grateful, of course, but we didn't do it to earn her gratitude or even because it was biblical. We did it because each of us was absolutely sure that it was the right thing to do and that for some reason God had chosen, nudged, convicted us that we were to be the ones to do it. And as with most good deeds, we also had a slightly selfish motive because if you think that either my wife or I could have gotten a good night's sleep in a cool room, knowing that only 50 feet away, our neighbor was sweating to death. You've got another thing coming. My next suggestion about something that would be uh, beneficial to try to get around to every day is some kind of interaction with one or more other Christians. Lately, this kind of conduct is more likely to be via phone or email than in person. But it is still recommended as a practice that is highly likely to benefit both the contactors and the contactees the bible clearly espouses it for in hebrews 3 verse 13 we read but encourage one another daily as long as it is called today so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness in these troubled times i don't believe there are very many out there who wouldn't benefit from a little encouragement Whether it be just a brief wondered how you're doing or a shared scripture or a sincere heartfelt, hang in there. Showing empathy for other Christians and having empathy shown in return is a God-given way to help the separate members of the body of Christ support each other in love. And once again, it is biblical, for in Romans 12, 15, we are told to rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that weep. To tie it all together, at the end of each day, I find it helpful to take stock of all the things I have done to evaluate where I feel I've been successful and where I've been not so much. Having a nightly prayer helps add closure to the day as well as giving you a chance to pray for the new needs that have come up during the day. Well, I hope that these few ideas that I've shared today have at least given you something to think about. I'm sure that a lot of you out there may already have your own daily routine, and to those people, I say, keep up the good work, keep the faith, and keep on keeping on. To those feeling led to begin a daily routine, I say, there's no day like today to get started. The sooner the better, because as was brought out earlier, we only have so many days in this life that God has given us. In closing, I'd like to say, God bless you all, and have a good day.